0: There are lots of technical SEO tips and tricks, but that's not what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna look at the simple, common sense things you as a business owner can do to drive more traffic to your website day in and day out. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And I know you guys have heard me talk about SEO a lot, but it always sounds perhaps a little bit mm, overwhelming, and it doesn't have to be. And today, my guest, Ty Belknap, is going to give you some tips on how you can manage your SEO on your own. But before we get started, I want you to know a little bit about Ty. He was homeless as a teenager, and then he became a beach bum surfer. I'm not sure I would ever have gone and done anything else after that type.
1: <laughs>
0: but from there, he found his inner nerd and started in the tech industry. And by 25, he was a network engineer working at companies like Microsoft Compact and HP. At 36, he left the corporate world, started a web design and online marketing company, before it was called SEO, Now with a Doctor of Strategic Leadership and Life Coaching, Ty runs Port Bell SEO with four employees, none of whom live within a thousand miles of his office. Ty, welcome to the show.
1: Well, Thank you, Lorraine. I'm really uh, really glad to be here.
0: I am so excited and I love that your journey has taken you to so many interesting places to land you here today.
1: It's definitely been quite a journey. A lot of a lot of disjointed segments of my life really came together when I when I started my own company I, I was able to use a lot of the different areas from my past to be able to to really do a successful company
0: i find that as well people are often surprised that i have a background as a teacher i worked in Mm -hmm. retail i worked in oil field supply and sort of yeah you know so like you kind of bounced around a little bit Mm -hmm. but if you learn something everywhere you go it pays off in the end Definitely. But okay, today we're going to leave some of the past behind and we're going to focus on things <laughs> that you do do now, which is SEO. And I'm going to put myself in the shoes of the average small business owner and go, "Help! where do I start? <laughs>
1: Well, SEO, as you know, is, is very technical, and you can really get into a lot of coding with it, and it, some of the coding that you get into it are things like uh, UTF codes, making sure that you've got um, the, the English and the language set down right, and, and there's a lot of more coding that if we really get into it today, I'm going to put your entire audience to sleep in about 10 seconds, so I'm not going to do that.
0: Good, because I will tell you that as soon as you started talking about <laughs> UTF codes, I kind of like cringed a little bit going,
1: (laughs) Which is exactly why I'm not going to say anything more about that today. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Okay. So we're going to leave that kind of heavy-duty SEO work (laughs) to the professionals. But I want to do the uh, home handyman take Mm -hmm. on SEO. Where do I start?
1: That sounds great. I'm happy to start there. And really, the biggest thing you can do with SEO is right. When I first started doing search engine optimization back in 1995, I built a website that nobody went to. And I found out quickly that nobody went to it because I didn't have the right words on it. And so then I quickly learned, that's when I first learned about SEO. And again, that was back before it was even called SEO. But I started looking at the websites that were getting onto page one, and back then it was uh, Yahoo or AltaVista. Google didn't even exist back then. Um, but, but I also learned the things that I learned back then, some of them I should say, and which is the reason why I wrote my book, Timeless SEO Secrets, is, is there are certain things I learned even back in 1995 that still apply today, still apply with Google and everything else. And the number one thing is content, mm-hmm. is the writing on your web page. And so, if you can get good quality, highly relevant content on your webpage, you can get higher in the search engines. And that's not necessarily to say that alone will get you onto page one, but it'll get you a lot higher.
0: Absolutely. You know, I I remember in the early days of SEO when a lot of people were doing kind of the black hat stuff and maybe trying to (laughs) fool Google, and I always... I always felt that that was a mistake because sooner or later, a human being was going to come to your website and if their experience didn't match the SEO, Mm -hmm. you weren't going to stay.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. In fact, I even did this. uh, I had a client once that wanted to be on page one of the search engine. She she wanted to be on page one. She wanted to have her her goal was 10,000 people to come to her website. And I told her, I said, you don't want 10,000 people coming to your website. It's better to have one person coming to your website that actually wants to buy your products and services than 10,000 that don't. And I proved it to her. On her website, I created a page about some celebrity of the day. And we actually got more than 10,000 people coming to the website. She didn't make a penny.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is a a very common marketing mistake that small business owners make. They focus on the wrong thing and not yeah. the thing that's going to connect to sales. Okay. Yeah. So we've got, we've got content. Is mm-hmm. there something else that I can do either with that content or in addition to the content that I can do without a tech degree in SEO?
1: Definitely. Cause it's not just about the content. It's making sure that it's relevant and that. Is kind of the difficult part, but it's not technical. It's just difficult because you want to write content for both the search engines and for people. Kind of like how you were saying, if if people come to the website, but it's not what the SEO said would be there, then they're just going to leave again right away. So when you look at a web page, and and I know you're going to have some of your audience really cringing at this, but a good uh, sized web page, especially a sales page, is going to have about two thousand words to it. And I know that's almost like writing a book for some people. And the tough part is, is yeah, it's, it's a lot of content, but search engines love words, Mm -hmm. especially Google. Google loves words. Now that doesn't just mean you can put a bunch of random words in there and and get what you want. It's got to be relevant content, Mm -hmm. but here's the trick to it. You take your first two paragraphs and you write those for people. Mm -hmm. then you take the rest of the content and you write it for people and search engines together. The reason for that is most people are not going to read more than the first two paragraphs. (laughs) All the extra stuff is for the search engines, but you want people to be able to read it too, just in case they do read more. You don't want it just to be the, you know, stuffed with keywords and and things like that. That won't go in the search engines anyway these days.
0: You know, it's really interesting because I had a few pages on my on an older version of my website that scored very well. Mm -hmm. And when we redesigned the site, my web team gave me this lovely page that had about one quarter of the words. And I was like, no, no, (laughs) you can't do that. And they're like, but Lorraine, it won't look very good. And we came up with a really great compromise. Like you Mm -hmm. said, those first two paragraphs, then we have a nice call to action and mm-hmm. most human beings will never scroll below the call to action. Right. And then we have all the rest of those paragraphs mm-hmm. below that. But, you know, I think one of the things people forget when they say, well, I want to be on page one. Well, you know what? So do a million other people. And what or more. Is it? Or more. <laughs> a billion, you know. But what is it that you have that they don't? And it's in that last 1500 words that Mm -hmm. are below the line where you give somebody and you give search engines something worth coming for
1: yeah exactly and and another good trick i just had a client recently a plumber said i want to be number one for plumber and i said no you don't because and he's in seattle washington I said, because you don't want somebody in Florida contacting you for plumbing work. You don't want to spend the $10,000 in gas just getting your trucks down there. You want to be number one for plumber in Seattle. And so what they call these is long tail keywords, which is really a key phrase, you know, because a keyword is one word, a key phrase is more. You want to have the city name in with your keywords or in, in, with, your, in with your content so that people not only know where you are or who you are, but they know where you are as well. Even if you're online, like I do web design and I do search engine optimization, but I optimize for the Pacific Northwest first, because that's where I live. And people like to do business with people that are close to them. So even if you do business globally, you want to optimize for your local area first, definitely.
0: Awesome. Ty, this has been amazing. I can't believe how much good information we were able to cram into a short conversation. (laughs) Awesome. So I'm going to encourage everybody who's listening to check out tiesfreebook.com for more information.
1: Oh, and definitely, because what that has is there's one thing you want to do before you do SEO on your website. You want to find out whether Google even likes your website. And yeah, you go to tiesfreebook.com. It'll it'll let you know whether or not your website is SEO-friendly.
0: Awesome. I think that is uh, great homework for everybody who's listening. Thank you so much, Ty. This has been fun.
1: Thank you, Lorraine, very much.
0: If you've enjoyed today's conversation and want to learn more about SEO, be sure to check out all the resources in the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than a Few Words. Thanks for listening.